This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. In the world of tennis, a tough contest is on. World number one, Novak Djokovic versus Australia. We told you about the Australian Open yesterday and a special exemption for Djokovic. He was allowed to participate despite being unvaccinated. Well, now he's not being allowed. The exemption has been revoked. Australia wants to deport him. The matter has gone to court and flooded headlines. The controversy doesn't help the image of Novak Djokovic. Being an anti-vaxxer is no matter of pride. But the image it really hurts is that of the Australian government. First making exemptions for a tennis star and then making a U-turn under public pressure. It reflects poorly on both Tennis Australia and the Scott Morrison government. It exposes the glaring imbalance in their COVID policy. It shows how they bend rules at will. Australians have put up with the most severe COVID restrictions for two years. But Djokovic was given a free pass despite refusing the jab. When he shared the news of his exemption, a storm broke out on social media. Australians protested. By this time, Djokovic had already taken his flight to Australia. He was already on his way. On late Wednesday evening, he landed in Melbourne, unvaccinated and armed with a government exemption. Also unaware of how the controversy had snowballed. At the airport, he was stopped by officials from Australia's border force. They told Djokovic that he cannot step out of the airport. They cited a visa error. They said his visa had been mixed up and he was asked to wait. So world number one Novak Djokovic spent the night at the airport in Australia. The next morning he was told that his visa application had been denied. Why? Because it did not meet the rules for entry. Which rules? The Australian border force did not specify. What followed was a 12-hour standoff with the officials. At around 10 a.m. Thursday, Djokovic was taken to a quarantine hotel. He was told that he will have to leave Australia. That's because he'd failed to provide appropriate evidence for his medical exemption to be accepted. So in 24 hours, the story turned upside down from exemption to deportation. How did this happen? Australia buckled under public pressure, that's how. From ordinary citizens, from former players, and from opposition lawmakers, there was a lot of pressure. He may be world number one, but in this case, he found no fans. No one wanted Djokovic to play, especially in Melbourne. This is a city that still bears the scars from one of the world's longest lockdowns. Last year, the five million people of the city, the second largest in Australia, had to spend 262 days locked in their homes. The curbs were only lifted in late October after 70% of its residents had received both doses of the vaccine. Many of them still have to show their vaccination record every time they step out. And here they had a player, ranked the best in the world, who despite his staggering achievements on court, refused to get himself jabbed. Their government was going to allow him to play on medical grounds that weren't even being disclosed. Of course, there was a backlash. And Australia's U-turn tells you how serious that backlash was. Prime Minister Scott Morrison says Djokovic will not be allowed to play because rules are rules, apparently, and Australia won't allow any special cases. Um, rules are rules and there are no special cases rules are rules that's what i said to you yesterday uh, that's the policy of the government and has been our government's strong border protection policies and particularly in relation to the pandemic that has ensured that australia has one of the lowest death rates from COVID anywhere in the world 
Australia's decision is becoming another flashpoint in the vaccine debate, a debate on how the pandemic should be managed. Not just in Australia, but all over the world. Where a lot of A-listers get a free pass despite their vaccine hesitancy, but ordinary citizens are forced to comply with the rules. It's a lesson on what not to do. People are not idiots. No government must take them for granted. As for Djokovic, this is arguably the most wrenching controversy of his career, and he's had quite a few of them, controversies. He's finding little support even among his peers. They say he has only himself to blame for this fiasco. Rafael Nadal, the 20-time Grand Slam champion, said Djokovic would not be in this predicament had he understood the consequences of his reputation and choices. Allow me to quote from what he said. It's normal that the people here in Australia get very frustrated with the case because they have been going through a lot of very hard lockdowns and a lot of people were not able to come back home. I believe in what the people who know about medicine say and if those people say that we need to get vaccinated, we need to get the vaccine. He made his own decisions and everybody is free to take their own decisions, but then there are some consequences. He's right. There are consequences. As I speak, Novak Djokovic is still stranded in Melbourne, waiting for the Australian authorities to accept his injunction to their decision. He has appealed against the cancellation. A local court has adjourned his appeal to Monday. Until then, until Monday, the world number one will have to stay in detention.